Do you hate your marriage? If so, I've got some things to say that hopefully can be helpful to the situation and make it to where you don't hate your marriage. Maybe even you start liking it. You've taken the first step, which is instead of giving into the hate, you're actually seeing if you can do something about it. Number one, is it your marriage that you hate or your spouse? Because those are different things, even though they're obviously very closely connected. If you hate your marriage, maybe it's the situation that you're in. Maybe it's how the two of you interact. It could even be your in-laws, your extended family, or the family that you have together and the situations that come up. Maybe you don't handle stress well together. I'm going to get into that more later in this video, but remember that it could be not your marriage that you hate, but your spouse, in which case I'm going to be talking about lots of those things anyway. But if it is your spouse and there's resentment and there needs to be forgiveness and grace, then that's something I have some tips on as we continue through these steps. But keep in mind that it's not best to make your marriage and your spouse as though they are one and the same thing because they're not. Number two, which addresses some of what I talked about in number one, which is what is your time like together? Is your time positive time or is it negative time? And what I mean by that is, is the situation that you two are usually in when you're together, is it only about business matters like disciplining the kids or what's going on with them, maybe drama in their life or paying bills or taxes or arguing or bickering? What is it like usually between the two of you? And oftentimes you might think that that's because of the dynamic that you have together, but it can be simply how things are framed and how things are planned. So for example, oftentimes couples who commit to positive interaction, that means even if it's simple, even if it's only two minutes, that you are going to make sure that the interaction is positive. Maybe you compliment your spouse, you thank them for something, you tell them you're looking forward to something, like maybe a trip that you're taking, which you should definitely be doing those. But basically, you choose to make sure that you get that positive interaction, that you don't just let happen what may and just be a victim to the situation, but that you actually are intentional about making the situation positive. And I'm going to link in the description below to a page on my website at marriageradio.com where we have a list of hobbies. There's actually nearly a hundred of them. And what you can do, this is actually pretty amazing in terms of how it helps couples. And they tell us all the time that they had no idea that something that seemed so basic could help so much. But it's a list of all these different hobbies that involves multiple people. So in this case, it would be the two of you. It's not just a single person hobby. And the goal is here that you print out this list and you put a check mark by all the ones that interest you, that either you do them and you enjoy them or you think that you might. You print out another copy without your check marks on it and you give it to your spouse and you say, please pick 10. And basically the two of you compare the 10 that you've picked and you find any that might be in common. If you don't have any in common, then you make it 20 that the two of you pick and then you go back and compare. Usually that's enough and you find at least a few that you share together. Then you decide you are going to do those things together because you already enjoy them. Maybe one of you is already doing them and you start doing them together. It's actually as basic as it sounds. It can be a tremendous help to your marriage. The bonding that happens when you're playing together or you're passionate about something that you're doing is incredible. It builds companionship, intimacy, and a simple fondness of the other person because you're sharing in this passion, you're having fun. You might even show the other person how to do something and they show you things. It can be a terrific thing. And you want to have a hobby, at least one that you do with your spouse so that you two can be playmates. You can have fun together. 
and you can start logging some positive time together so that you can look back at those things. And it's pretty incredible how it will turn around how the two of you treat each other and view your time together. Take it seriously, really try that. Before I get to number three, get my free mini course on saving a marriage. The link is in the description below or you can go to myxbackcoach.com and click on the marriage tab. myxbackcoach.com, click on the marriage tab. My free mini course for saving a marriage is there. It's extremely helpful, especially for being just a free product. So take a look at that, it can really help. Number three, is sex a priority? And a lot of times people will say, well, because I'm upset at my spouse or we're not having a good point in our marriage or we're not close, we don't have a lot of sex. But it actually is one of those things where sex itself helps you feel so much closer. It bonds the two of you. As a matter of fact, the chemicals that two people produce while having sex, the woman produces a lot of something called oxytocin. The man produces oxytocin, but he also produces vasopressin which is actually something that makes him feel kind of possessive, like you're his. He's protective when he feels that, when that chemical's there, and it actually kind of trains his mind in many ways. That's one of the reasons that men sometimes will become possessive and protective over someone that they love. And so these chemicals actually connect you to each other because when you are around each other, you start producing these chemicals even when you're not having sex. You just produce them at very high levels when you are. And that in itself is a bonding experience. Oxytocin, for example, is also what a mother produces when she nurses a baby. It bonds her to the baby and it also bonds her to her husband during sex. So if you're not making sex a priority, you really should. It is something that can bring two people together to incredible levels, even if there's not a lot there at the moment. There's not a lot of love and those warm feelings. It can turn that for you because it is such a powerful way that a husband and wife can connect. Many couples have found that if they prioritized sex, all the other things seem to fall into place. And I know that that might sound kind of shallow, but it's difficult to argue and be upset at someone that you're having a lot of sex with and both of you are working hard to please the other. And so then in turn, you're being pleased and you have this great experience together. It will make you feel closer and all these other things will become easier as well. It's part of the recipe here, but take it very seriously. Number four, is your focus right? And this might be a little difficult to hear, but my question is, are you focusing only on yourself or are you focusing on making your spouse happy. And I'm not saying that someone's happiness comes from another person. That's a pretty broad stroke, but some of their happiness comes from you and some of your happiness comes from them. If you don't believe me, why are you watching this video? Because you're unhappy and you think that your marriage and your spouse have something to do with it. So yes, your happiness is somewhat dependent on another person. Anybody who's raised teenagers will agree with me. And so focusing on your spouse, seeing what brings a smile to the face of your spouse and doing those things, avoiding the obvious arguments, avoiding the negatives, taking things off their plate, taking pressure off of them. You should both be doing this for each other. But when you focus on them and they focus on you, you help each other out. And it's so much easier to focus on someone else than yourself because you actually weren't designed internally to focus only on yourself. That's why have you learned that other people's happiness can bring you happiness. Isn't that interesting when you're focused on them? If you've ever watched, for example, parents at Christmas, maybe you are a parent. And when your child gets a wonderful gift from you and they're happy, 
You don't even need a gift. You are happy because your child is happy. And of course, other holidays count too. I'm just giving an example. Maybe it's a birthday and you give that child a present that they love and you were careful and you chose one. You were hoping they would and they did. And it is such a happy feeling to make someone else happy. And that's what you want in your marriage. And you may say, well, my spouse doesn't care anything about making me happy. Remember what you can control is you. And so if you do some of these other things and then you implement focusing on doing what you can to make them happy, it might just surprise you how they in turn will start doing things they know make you happy because it can feel awkward, especially when you're an adult and you have some maturity and someone else is doing wonderful things for you. You can feel awkward when you're not doing wonderful things for them as well. That's kind of natural and it will often correct behavior. Number five, the importance of peace. And this connects some to the previous point in that if you focus on being peace for your spouse, so for example, the rest of the world is challenging, is difficult, is stressful. And if you commit to being peace for your spouse, and if they commit to being peace for you, that's where wonderful marriages are made because the rest of the world is going to be so challenging. And what we need from our spouse is safe harbor. We need someone to come home to, to find that peace, that relaxation, where the load is just off of our chest, off of our shoulders. And you may have heard me say this in another video, but there's a lot of bad advice out there because people think that it sounds so good. And that is, I want somebody who challenges me. You should challenge your spouse. No, you shouldn't. The world's going to challenge them. They are going to challenge themselves. What you need to be is peace for your spouse and they need to be peace for you. That is what the recipe is for a relationship that can last. Relationships that bicker and argue and seem to just add more weight to your chest and to the plate that you have to deal with. That's where we see marriages fail. That's what you don't want. You want to be peace. You want to have a peaceful home together. You want to be the oasis in the desert, the eye of the hurricane, their source of peace. And if you can make that your number one goal, you will be amazed at how your marriage will turn around. So that means don't argue unless you have to. Let things go. Remember that your job is not to make this person a better person. Your job is to love them. That's what your job is. You are not their parent. You are not their staff sergeant. You are not their manager. You are their spouse, their support, their help meet, especially for women who are supporting men. And in turn, Men are that protection, that sense of security, and that peace for you. And yes, men and women are different. And our different strengths are what make us so good for each other. And we should both rely on those. We are made to give each other peace. And so that's why I keep talking about it, because it's the number one thing that you can do to help your marriage so that maybe you don't hate it anymore. Where I can help most is in the free mini course that I mentioned earlier, which you can get at myexpatcoach.com or the link is in the description below. I also have a workshop called Relationship Reignite. It's for marriages that are in trouble. It is intense. It's like the emergency room. And even if you're the only one trying to save your marriage, we can still help. The workshop can still help. And you can get more information about that at myexpatcoach.com. Just click on marriage and you'll see Marriage Reignite workshop under there. You can also check the link in the description here. This has been Coach Lee, and as always, thank you for watching.